the world of dark matters can show itself in many forms. Join me, your fearless host, Sam Roper, here to bring you countdowns of all different types of dark matters on our all-new series, Dark Matters Killer Countdown. Serial killers wear a mask, hiding their evil to those around them, until they get caught. Once exposed, serial murders often relish in the fact that they are finally able to share their sadistic fantasies with the world. On our very first episode of Dark Matters Killer Countdowns, we will listen to the top five creepiest real audio confessions of some of the most evil serial killers ever apprehended. So sit back and try and relax. I will warn you these audio clips are very disturbing. Listen at your own risk. Our first killer confession is from Israel Keys. Keyes was an American killer arrested in Anchorage, Alaska for killing eight women that investigators know of over a decade-long time span. Keyes is most likely more in the range of 37 women murdered even though eight could only be confirmed. Sadly, before he could give up any more information, he committed suicide shortly after his capture. Here is Keyes explaining how he selected victims throughout his reign of terror. Keyes is known to be one of the most meticulous serial killers of all time. Back when I was smart, I would uh, do it. I would let them come to me. We all know Ted Bundy, the suave, good-looking, all-American guy who just so happened to love murder, rape, and torture. From 74 to 78, Bundy killed at least 36 women. This is a clip of Bundy telling Detective Robert Keppel the location of George and Hawking's severed head. I have actually read Detective Keppel's book about Bundy when he helped with the capture of Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. The reason Bundy is whispering to Keppel in this clip is because he is embarrassed for the guards to hear what he did, and he only wanted Detective Keppel to hear him.
Jeffrey Dahmer killed 17 men and boys throughout 1978 to 1991. He would try to make them living zombies in order to have a permanent sex slave in his home. Once he got tired of them or his experiments didn't work, he would murder them, eat many of their body parts, his favorite being the heart. Many heads were found in Dahmer's freezer when he was arrested after a victim escaped. Dahmer is the only serial killer I've seen that I believe truly wanted to understand why he did what he did and truly felt like he wanted to help science understand him. Here he is, explaining it all in his own words. Of, uh, the old compulsions. I was uh, branching out, that's when the cannibalism started, eating of the heart and uh, the arm muscle. It was a way of uh, making me feel that uh, they were a part of me. At first it was just curiosity, and then it became compulsive. Then I tried to uh, keep the person alive by inducing a zombie-like state. Um, by uh, injecting uh, first a dilute acid solution into their brain, or uh, hot water. And uh, it never did completely work. Could someone like you be stopped? Could you be helped? No, I, I was... I was dead set on, on going with this compulsion. It was the only thing that gave me any... Uh, any satisfaction. To this day, I don't know what started it. And uh, the person to blame is sitting right across from you. That's the only person. Not uh, parents, not society, not pornography. I mean, those are just excuses. The night of the arrest, I have no memory of what happened uh, during the six hours before uh, the last victim ran out of the apartment. I heard a knock on the door, and the police were there uh, with, with the last victim. Uh, they asked me where the key was to the handcuffs. I was, my mind was in a haze. I sort of pointed to the bedroom. And that's where they uh, found the pictures. And they, they yelled, cuff them. And I was handcuffed. And uh, it, it was just the realization that there was no point in trying to hide, hide uh, my actions anymore. The, the best route was to help, help the police identify all the victims and just uh, make a complete confession. There's somebody out there that is watching this and hasn't done that hasn't killed people and wants to and rages inside and struggles with that feeling or is so sure they have it under control. They need to talk to somebody about it. Trust somebody enough to sit down and talk about something that isn't a crime. Thinking that way isn't a crime. Doing it isn't just a crime. It's a horrible thing. It doesn't know when to quit and it can't be stopped easily once it starts. Between 74 and 91, Dennis Rader, better known as BTK Killer, tortured and murdered 10 people, men, women, and children. BTK did not care. For him, 
It was all about the control. Here's a clip where we get just a very small glimpse through the window of his mind. I got this fantasy. I started working out this fantasy online. And once that, that person became a fantasy, I could just loop, loop it over. I could lay up in bed at night thinking about this person, uh, the events and how it's going to happen. And it became a real, almost like a picture show. You know, I want to go ahead and produce it, direct it, and go through with it, no matter what the costs were, the consequences. Uh, it was going to happen one way or another. Stocking stages when you start learning more about your victims, potential victims. Uh, went to the library, I looked up their names, that address, cross-referenced, called them a couple of times, drove by there whenever I could. Did it contain what? Uh, plastic bags, rope, tape, uh, knife, gun. All those would be the kids they'd be for to have them in the house and get them up. Something that's, I use it, uh, I actually think I'm maybe possessed with demons. Uh, I was dropped on my head when I was a kid. Uh, I've talked to some uh, theological Christian people, and some of those people are really strong. They actually think, well, the Bible says that, that there's demons and, and, uh, within you in order to come into you. Uh, that's the only thing I can figure out. I have, you know, uh, you know, something drove me to do this. You know, normal people just don't do this. You can't stop it. I can't stop it. It's just, it controls me. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's like it's in the driver's seat. Four murders from 1980 to 1982, three of which were followed by chilling, frantic 911 calls by the killer himself, Paul Michael Stephanie, also known as the Weepy Voice Killer. Here are those 911 calls.
I hope you enjoy tonight's episode. Join me every Friday as we go over more disturbing lists. As always, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sam Roper, and I'll see you next time on another episode of Dark Matters Killer Countdown. Do you have an idea for a killer countdown you'd like to hear? Message me on facebook.com backslash darkmattersbelieve or email me at officialdarkmatters at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to always look behind you.